all praises to Allah who guided us to this, who guided us to Islam and to Iman and to his Mubarak house on this Mubarak hour of this Mubarak day. And we were not to be guided, was it not that Allah had guided us? <coughs> o Allah, to you is praise as is commensurate with the majesty of your countenance and the greatness of your authority. O Allah, we do not limit you with any praise we can come up with ourselves. Rather, we admit that you're the only one who knows the true extent of your praiseworthiness. And may the peace and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon his servant and messenger, our master Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May the peace and blessings of Allah ta'ala be upon him and upon his noble companions and upon his pure wives and upon his Mubarak and blessed family and progeny and upon all of those who follow all of their way until the day of judgment. With great sadness and Agitation. I report that the number of casualties in Gaza has exceeded 10,000. The number of masajid that have been bombed to obliteration is over 36. These are places of worship. In this very masjid, during the Friday talk, we spoke about the completely fabricated denial of the Israeli occupation forces that they had bombed the Ma'madani hospital in Gaza. And it turned out even their most compromised and shilled mouthpieces in the legacy media eventually after a couple of weeks had to accept the fact that the origin of the attack came from Israel and they said, oh, maybe still, it's still you know, terrorists or whatever. But none of the pieces fit together. They at least had to acknowledge that the original set of lies that were put out by the Israelis, I don't say original story because originally they actually boasted about it. Not only did they accept that they did it, they boasted about it. But the original set of lies are completely untenable and unplausible. I'm very agitated to report now there's not a major hospital in Gaza except for they're bombing them almost daily. They're using new types of munition. There's an RX-9 missile. The way the missile works is it fans out blades. It's supposed to hit targeted people. It's the fanning out blades, what do they do? It cuts people to pieces. And the whole point of this missile being manufactured and developed and sent by the United States, by the country that we're in right now, is so that you can hit targeted people. If you're trying to hit military targets and you don't want to use an explosive, you don't want to damage any civilian infrastructure, you use this missile which is designed for such a, uh, an operation. That it was dropped in the vicinity of a hospital right next to a, a tent that was a tent where journalists centered themselves. It hit a bunch of journalists and it also hit what? Doctors and sick people who were coming and going from the hospital. 
This is the level of abuse that's going on uh, in Gaza. Over 10,000, about half of which are children. The other half of which, almost all, if not all of them, are civilians. I just listened to a, an interview with Alistair Crook. The man is not a Muslim. He's not in the masjid. He's not a Palestinian fanatic or a, a Muslim fanatic. He's none of those things. He actually used to work for the British Foreign Office uh, and had a very long career. He worked for the uh, Department of State in America, had a very long career, worked for some of the people who are actually directly responsible for the situation that's here uh, because the situation that we're in right now didn't start on the 7th of October. It didn't start yesterday. It didn't start last week. It didn't start last year. He said, out of my analysis of all of the footage that's coming out and all of the intelligence and all of the information that's coming out of Gaza, out of these over 10,000 people, not one of them is confirmed to be a militant or a soldier or a combatant of any kind. He says, one of the proofs of that is what? One of the proofs of that is that they haven't found in any picture any weapons coming out of rubble. When you kill a combatant, they have weapons, they're armed, they have weapons with them. So he says that Israel is bombing every hospital in Gaza with impunity. And he says the irony of ironies is what? You don't see footage of even one militant. Because there is a, an invasion of Gaza that's happening currently. There is boast in American media, in Israeli media, that Gaza City is completely encircled from the beach and from the north and from the south from the east. And you can see all of the flares and the weapons, the white phosphorus, the bombs, by day and by night they're falling. And still they haven't showed the footage of one militant being killed yet. Even though there's footage of Israeli soldiers actually being killed in battle. There's not footage of one militant being killed yet. What does this tell you? All of these things you're being fed and I'm being fed is a lie. Has nothing to do with whether you support Hamas or not. All of it is a complete lie. All of the bombing is complete impunity. All of it is the humiliation that the Israeli occupier has suffered and the lack of confidence that they have now with their own people. That This is a completely political vendetta. This is a completely fanatical and maniacal vendetta that's being pursued. It has nothing to do even with a political agenda that we disagree with because none of those political agendas are being fulfilled right now. This is the situation overseas. What the situation in Illinois is. Because someone says, why? This guy is giving khutbah again and again, week after week. It's been so long. It's been a month. And he's talking about a strip of land somewhere overseas. Talk about something that has to do with our deen. I'll tell you something that has to do with your deen and my deen. America has a federal system. We have a federal government that irrigates certain controls of the country to the exclusion of the states. So a state in America under the federal system, which is very clearly delineated in the Constitution, a state doesn't have the right to have foreign relations with a foreign country that somehow are separate or conflict with the foreign relations of the federal government. The federal government is the one sending all of these weapons. The federal government has been sending all of these weapons for so many years. This is itself a problem. But it's a little bit more diffuse because a person 
one person has less influence on what the federal government does than what they have on their own local politics. That being said, separate states in the capacity of their own state governments in the United States of America have purchased over $200 million in Israeli war bonds. What is, an, what is a, a bond? A bond when a government does something uh, in you know, modern governance. What happens, for example, if you want to build a road, you want to raise an army, you want to do something or another. It's not like the government has a bunch of money that they saved up for like 10 years in order to pay for things like that. What they do is that the, the, the whatever legislative body will make a decision that we're going to build a road, we're going to build a school, we're going to build an airport, we're going to spend money on this issue, on that issue, whatever, we're going to hire so many people, etc. And in order to pay for those things, what they do is that they borrow money from the public and they guarantee some sort of fixed rate of return. This is obviously riba, it's an invalid transaction in the sharia, but one would hope that people know this by now. And at any rate, Illinois, whatever you want to say about it or you don't, it never claimed itself, nor did anyone credibly accuse it of running on a Shari system. Nor Israel for that matter. So what happens is after the events of October 7th, Israel has been raising war bonds in order to pay for what? The killing of 10,000 people, the bombing of hospitals, the choking of international uh, uh, relief to uh, children and women, basically paying for genocide, paying for the PR for genocide, paying for all of these things, the armament of those people who will enforce this genocide. American states, not the federal government, separate American states at the head of which is Florida, but which includes what? Includes Illinois. $10 million in war bonds the state of Illinois has purchased and put in its quote-unquote investment portfolio. According to a press release by the Secretary uh, of the Treasury, I can read the text for you verbatim if you uh, wish to have uh, 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 your own uh, judgment, if, in case you think that I might be somehow exaggerating something or saying something that's uh, incorrect in order to whip up fanatical or demagogic uh, feelings in people. Uh, Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs announces an additional $20 million investment in Israel. Investment shows strong commitment to the only democracy in the Middle East. Even though, interestingly enough, Hamas is the, whatever, whether you support it or not, whether you like it or not, it was actually the elected government, not only of Gaza, but of the entire Palestinian state. And in general, what they're calling the only democracy in the Middle East is what? It's an apartheid state. Palestinians literally have a different color license plate than Israeli Jews do. Israeli Arabs have a different color license plate than Israeli Jews do. Just like Hitler used to make, the Jews wear a patch on their clothing in order to what? in order to mark them out that you can do whatever you want to such people, that they have limited and d diminished rights, you can visually assess it, just like that. Just like that. And so he says it's the investment in the only democracy in the Middle East. Even though Iran is a democracy, they have elections. Turkey is a democracy, they have elections. Other countries have elections as well. Jordan has elections. 
all of these countries, you can debate how really how much of a democracy is it. But at any rate, they don't require people to have different color license plates when they drive down the street, do they? If you want to argue about democracy by that standard, if some small objection makes you not a democracy anymore, then in that sense, even America is not democracy. If you don't believe me, go watch MSNBC and watch Fox News, what they say about one another, and I don't believe any of it. So they say what? As if we, we are not humans. We're like some sort of monkeys or something like that. We don't exist as Muslims, as the brown people of the world. He says, investments show strong commitment to the only democracy in the Middle East. Springfield, Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs today announced his office will invest an additional 20 million in Israeli bonds. Quote, this investment shows our strong commitment to Israel and its people. My office has invested in these Israel bonds because the diversity of the state's portfolio achieve good returns, offer a safe investment and affirm the special relationship between Illinois and the only democracy in the Middle East. This is why what's happening? Genocide. What is the textbook genocide definition of genocide? It means to remove a people or a culture entirely from a place, to completely destroy them. This week, there was announced that there will be a daily four-hour pause in the bombing by Israel. It hasn't, whether, whether it's going to be carried out or not, Allah Ta'ala knows best. The stated goal of that four-hour pause is what? So people from the north of Gaza can go to the south of Gaza. And the stated objective of that is what? Is that they're going to open the Rafah border and force everybody into the Sinai. Already Canada has said we're going to give so many, like hundreds of thousands of visas and other countries are going to basically take these people away. Why? Because they want to ethnic cleanse. They want to genocide the population of Gaza. And so your state and my state, this is not a DC issue. This is an Illinois issue. You get your money tax. Your, your income that you uh, earn, it gets taxed. There's a state income tax. There's a state sales tax. You drive a car. There are stamps and stickers and things like that that you pay for. Everything has a tax. Your state tax money is going to what? It's going to invest in the quote only uh, uh, democracy in the Middle East. That includes... He says that Frerich's office has invested in Israel bonds since he became the state treasurer in 2015. Israel never defaulted in more than 70 years of Israel's bonds program. Why? Because it's a complete Ponzi scheme. What do you do? You borrow more money to pay the previous debts that you're not able to pay off into the future. If someone gave me $120 million, I wouldn't default on my uh, debts as well. And if I was about to, I would just borrow $130 million and there you go. Problem solved. It says, under Ferex Leadership Illinois' investment in the United States, strategic partner has not exceeded $120 million. $120 million of Illinois money is where? Propping up genocide. Propping up genocide. That includes 10, millions in, 10 million in investment in Israeli bonds that the Illinois Treasurer's Office made last month following the Hamas terrorist organization attack on October 7th. During that round, state and local government investments also came from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Florida Department of Financial Services, New York Common Retirement Fund, Texas Comptroller of Public Affairs, State Treasury, the Treasury of Ohio, uh, Palm Beach County, and many more. What's the fun part of all of this? I'm not telling you about politics. I'm telling you about Islam. Genocide is haram. Killing women and children, bombing hospitals, bombing places of worship, 
churches, masajid, is 100% odious and should upset anybody who has an ounce of humanity inside of them. And your money is going to pay for that. Politically, you can do whatever you want about that, but you should know that. And you should know that Islam teaches such a course of action is 100% evil, 100% disgusting, depraved, and this is something all of us will have to give answer to on the Day of Judgment. Look, I understand. Somebody may be like, look, I, I, I barely understand enough English to understand what you're saying right now. How am I going to, as one individual, change anything in the state of Illinois? The thing you cannot change 100% on your own, you're not allowed to abandon 100% on your own. Again, your neighbors, your friends, people you work with, people you go to school with. They are starting to find out that the genocide is happening. What should they know? They should know they're paying for it. Not just in the federal government, but they should know that they're paying for it in this local government. Some of the bonds are being paid for by like Alabama. Alabama has a very small Muslim community. I don't know what the situation of the Muslim community in Alabama is. You're right now in this area bounded by 294, 290, 355, and 88. Dozens, dozens of places to pray, including masajid. Dozens of Jumu'ahs happen. Several Islamic schools. There are entire madaris where you can make, memorize the Quran from Alif Ba'tatha through your hifz of the Qira'at Ashara. You can read all the way to Sahih Bukhari in, in several places in this, in this small area. The likes of which you don't even have in the Muslim world in some places. You cannot drive down any street in Lombard, in Villa Park, in Addison, any of these places, except for what? You see a niqab, you see a hijab, you see a beard, you see someone dressed in traditional clothing. If in places like this we don't manage at least to be heard about this issue, to make some sort of alarm be raised, that people understand something about this issue, then this is a completely unacceptable, unacceptable failure on our part. We have to also understand on the Day of Judgment, everybody else, just like they're going to give some sort of answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what they did, what they didn't do, we also are going to give some sort of answer about what we did and what we didn't do. We are materially participant. This is already a known fact, not just at the federal level, also at the local level. There are maybe about a dozen states that did this. It's not all 50 states, but we happen to live in one of them. Now tell me, what does it mean when a young boy in, in, in Plainfield is stabbed 26 times? 26 times by a man. He had a janazah and the, uh, uh, you know, the, the governor of the state sent condolences. Politically, you tell me, you're a smart person, some of you are more savvy than I am. You're more streets, but kids born and raised in America are not street smart. We're completely gullible. People who are born and raised in much of the Muslim world, you guys know who's hustling you, who's lying, and who's telling the truth. You tell me. He gave condolences for that one child, and now he sent $30 million. $30 million, $10 million immediately, and now $20 million in excess of that. To buy war bonds in a country that is involved in genocide as we speak. You tell me, what do you think that those condolences for the blood of this one child are sincere? This one child was stabbed 26 times. What about all of the other children we see every day being pulled out of the rubble? Why is it that the hospitals are being bombed? 
Can you imagine physically how much labor it is to pull somebody out of the rubble of a destroyed building on top of the danger? We're lazy people. Can you imagine that? That people are still day after day, day after day, digging through rubble. Every day there's a new building destroyed. Over 50% of the residential uh, 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 capacity of Gaza has been destroyed. 50% of the houses are, are gone. They're rubble. They're, 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 they're craters in the ground. They're piles of dust. Still every day, those people who are also living in that blockade, they don't have anything to eat. They don't have anything to drink. They're drinking water that's contaminated with sewage because the Israelis in, on purpose bombed the water lines so that the clean water and the dirty water mix. So they're sick every day. They don't have enough calories. They didn't have enough calories to live from before. Now it's completely a pittance. But still look at the Himma. They still bother to dig. They still bother to take the sick and the wounded to the hospitals. The doctors in the hospitals, you think they're getting paid? Here in America, whenever I see a kid, they say, I want to go to medical school so I can help people. I roll my eyes because I'm not stupid. Wow, isn't it a shock when a doctor actually wants to help people? Here, you tell them you don't have insurance. See what happens to their faces. Doctors are literally still operating on people. They take shifts. They don't even sleep. Back-to-back shifts. They operate on people without anesthesia. They operate, there are people lying on the floors of the hospital. You know what that is? That's resilience. That's courage. That's what a people who want to live. It's a people who, rather than what the accusations of uh, somehow Muslims being part of a death cult and they raise their kids to die and all this other nonsense. All of those things are what? Every accusation is in fact a confession from the occupier. These people want to, then they bomb the hospitals. Why? Because they want to destroy hope. Bahai, how many hospitals are you going to bomb in order to destroy the hope of somebody who believes in Allah Ta'ala? Will you kill Allah Ta'ala with Iyadu Billah? Will you send the F-16 to bomb Allah Ta'ala with Iyadu Billah? Do you think you can win this? Absolutely, 100%. You cannot win it in this world and you cannot win it in the hereafter. But coming back to us, because we have enough to eat. We have water to drink. We have hospitals that are fully functional. You and me have already started on the back foot. Our money without us knowing or approving of it has already been sent. $20 million on top of $10 million from the beginning of the 7th of October and $120 million before this latest round. So $140 million of this state's money is now what, quote-unquote, invested in Israeli bonds? In what? In genocide. It's going to pay for genocide. We have to make up for this somehow or another. We have to tell one another. We have to make our voices heard. We have to write letters. You know, it's funny. Someone says, you know, write letters to the, your uh, representatives. They don't care. This is 100% true that they don't care. It's 100% true that they do not care. In fact, I just read an article today in the HuffPost that most representatives in this country are so beholden to APAC's lobby that they're told when you get a call about Palestine, just let it go to voicemail. Even though the staffers themselves are distraught. But did you hear the names that are mentioned in this, in this uh, uh, dispatch by uh, Treasury, uh, sorry, uh, 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 Treasurer Ferex? 
what names are mentioned? Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, right? These are all swing states. There's going to be an absolute demolition on election day. And candidates are elected first, not by votes, but by money. And second afterward, they're elected by votes. What is the problem? The problem is that we don't think together. We come to the masjid like it's Taco Bell or McDonald's. You tell me, am I lying? Stand up, you can pull me aside and put somebody else in the pulpit after today. What do I mean by that? What I mean is it's drive-through. At the time of the talk beginning, nobody's here. That's one of the reasons it goes late, because what's the point of mentioning the important stuff when nobody's here? Then we leave. Why? Because I got what I wanted. I wanted two burritos and that's it. I'm out. I wanted a happy meal. I'm out. I'm done. We have no meaningful connection to it other than that, which is great. You know, look, the people who are praying Jummah are like, mashallah, the elite of the Muslims, more than half of the people in the Ummah, as a very conservative estimate, in the community in America, I should say. Don't even go to Eid. The most heavily attended and the only Salat I can tell in America that a majority of Muslims attend is their own janazah. Other than that, it's not there. That's fine. You, you guys are here. You're the elite of the ummah. No need to speak bad about anybody else. You're the one going to Jannah. You're going to have a high maqam. Allah Ta'ala make it happen. Say, Ameen. Now what do we need to do? We need to have some sort of way that people can come together and buy into some kind of plan. Whether you agree about this or you agree about that, Someone says we should write letters. Someone said we should raise money for this candidate. No, I think we should do it for that candidate. Whoever or whatever it is, even if you disagree with it, there should be some plan. Even if the plan today is what? That the masjid is going to buy a cat in order to help the people of Gaza. Is there any benefit in buying a cat? Is there? What do you think? Do you think, do you think there's benefit? Is there? Go ahead, answer the question. It's not the khutbah. No, there's no benefit. Okay. But you know what the benefit is? At least we did something together. We, it's easier to change your mind from doing something that's a waste of time to do something that's useful than it is from doing nothing to doing something. From being able to do something even though we don't agree on it, but we say we're together, we're going to do this together, there's some sort of benefit in that. By next week, there should be some sort of table over here. There should be, we have people in this uh, uh, Jummah Khutbah who are lawyers. Where are my lawyers? Raise your hand. Right? We have people who are professionals. We are people who have some money. Doesn't need a lot of money. Somebody to just volunteer. Who's going to, go ahead, raise your hand. Who's going to bring a box of envelopes next, next Jummah? Bring, uh, you know, 200 envelopes. Who's going to bring 100 postage stamps? Bring a hundred postage stamps. Okay? Who's going to... I'll send you the letter. You talk to me after Jummah, I'll write the letter myself. Who's going to print out 200 copies of a letter that all you have to do is put your name, address, sign, and then put it in an envelope someone else brought and with a postage stamp that somebody else brought? Who's going to pay for 200 letters? I'll print them myself. Who's going to pay for it? Raise your hand. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll pay for it. Now, afterward, on the outside, who's going to say, it's not worth my time, I have to go back to work? 
who's going to say, oh, this is Zionist conspiracy itself, as well as so, somehow or another, as if like Zionists are like God. They can see everything, they do everything, they can alter the Qadr of Allah Ta'ala written in Loh Mahfuz. Who's going to say, I don't want to do this because this, this guy who paid for this, you know, he's from the north and I'm from the south. And he is from the east and I'm from the west. And th- this guy is this madhab and I'm this madhab. And this guy follows this group and I follow the other group. This guy is this thing and I'm the other thing. Brothers and sisters, like I said, if, so, if, if I found the, across the street there was a gay nightclub and they were able to do something about children being killed, hospitals being bombed, being stopped, I would go across the street, I would shake hands with them and I would participate in them. All the other things they did that are wrong are still wrong. But in order to hold back the blood of an innocent person being spilled, I would do it. Don't be tired. There are people who are now, mashallah, a month into digging. A month into digging. A month and three days into digging. Bodies and digging the injured out of rubble. There are a month and three days of doctors operating now without anesthesia and without electricity. There are months, and even then the hospitals are being bombed. They're still doing as much as they can. Allah Ta'ala gives himma in the Qur'an to the companions of the Allah and to the entire ummah that your enemies, they feel pain just like you feel pain. They're not some sort of like, you know, like $20 million, $20 billion. You spend $20 trillion. What are you going to do? Fight with Allah Ta'ala? At the end of the day, everyone is a human being. Nafsun ka nafsun wa arwahun mushakala wa a'zumun khuliqat fiha wa la a'za'u. Everybody is the same. Every, they're, all, they're humans, you're a human. They're going to die, you're going to die. You have cholesterol problems, they have cholesterol. You have bad blood sugar, they have bad blood sugar. Every single problem you have, they have as well. All of these fictions, what do they do? They just make a person drunk and think, look, I'm invincible. And so Allah Ta'ala gives them a little bit of pumps to see what, what would they do if they had no constraints on them. They feel pain like you feel pain. But you know what? You hope for something from Allah Ta'ala that they have no hope for whatsoever. You think a baby killer says, when I die, I'm going to go back to Allah and something good is going to happen to me? One of the reasons they fight so hard is because they know themselves inside their own fitrah, inside of their own ruh, inside of their own ruh, which was asked by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, أَلَسْتُ بِرَبِّكُمْ قَالُوا بَلَىٰ Am I not your Lord? All of them said yes. They know inside their very spirit that what? I have nothing, nothing to look forward to except for the fire. So have some sort of himma, be brave. Those people who are in the hospital that are shuhada, Allah Ta'ala elevate their rank and not let their blood be shed in vain. May Allah Ta'ala give them all the thawab for the little bit of harakah that you and I are doing. Allah Ta'ala give them sabr and thabat and make them firm in their dignity, their honor, in their life, in their deen, in their property. Everything Allah Ta'ala give them barakah in it. You and me also, Allah Ta'ala gave us this opportunity. So if you're not going to pay for anything, you're not going to get anything, you're not going to bring anything. If you can't even just walk over to a table and wait 5-7 minutes next week in order to sign something. You know, I guess, I'm not going to say you're not a Muslim, I'm not even going to say you're a bad person. But at the end of the day, we all know the situation that we're in, why we're in that situation. 
we all have an opportunity to do something better. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everybody in whatever way possible for them that does something to help, to say something, at least to foster inside of their heart this understanding we should be doing something. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it from everybody and give everybody a maqam on the day of judgment according to what it is that they did. And according to what it is that they did and what it is that they sacrificed. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq wa sallallahu ta'ala ala rasulihi sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. So I'll take a couple of minutes to read your sunnahs.